Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Entertaining. Never been so addicted to a show between 10 and 12. Informative. You call people out no matter what they are, and you hold them accountable. That's the Mark K Show. The first hour of the Mark K Show starts now. All right, all right, one, just, one, just one more time because you guys are all into this and you guys have been like hounding me and you've been telling me we want more of that, we want more of this. Can you play it? Yes, one more time. Here is our patriotic sea shanty from yesterday. There lives a man in old D.C. who's been there since 73. He hasn't done much that you can see. He goes by President Joe. Soon may the Republicans win and make America great again. We'll say goodbye to Joe Biden, to the old folks home he'll go. We'll lower your taxes and lower the debt and sue the crap out of big tech. Keep those socialists in check and boot out President Joe. Soon may Republicans win to make America great again. Pelosi will be drowning in gin to the old folks' home she'll go. Soon may Republicans win to make America great again. Pelosi will be drowning in gin to the old folks' home she'll go. To the old folks' home she'll go. Mark, get crazy. I love this show. Oh, hey, that makes two of us. 855-765-1045 is our number. 855-765-1045 is the number today. And today, I don't know if you remember, I don't know if you know this, but today is whatever you want Wednesday, which means we talk about whatever it is you want to talk about. You've been having, you've got opinions, you've got ideas, you've got concerns, you've got questions, you've got, you know, jokes, we, whatever you got. You've got laundry lists of information you're trying to get there, conspiracy theories and whatnot. Uh, this is the day when you get to call up and you get to say whatever it is you want, as long as it's, you know, FCC friendly. We appreciate, we appreciate you watching your language. 855-765-1045 is our number. 855-765-1045. Four five is our number, and you know a couple. Look, there were a couple big things that happened yesterday that uh, we'll get into. You know, a couple thought starters, if you will, before we get to the phones. Um, or you also, by the way, you can leave an open mic message if you like. If you don't want to talk to us, or if you want to talk but you don't want to be interrupted, I completely understand. I have that feeling every single day, uh, especially when we're in meetings. And and what you can do is you can download our mobile app. It's 104.5 WOKV in your app store. You can record an open mic message, and those can and then you can just play those. We'll play those right on the air, uh, straight through. Do we have any open mic messages? By the way, did we get any in today? We have a handful. Yep. We have a handful. All right. Yep. So we'll prepare some of those, and we'll get those. Uh, we'll get those to you here. Uh, oh, that's not the wrong button. Toot sweet. As they say, toot sweet. That's what that's what that means. If you're watching on YouTube, we appreciate that. Please um, smash that like button for us, which apparently helps in some way. And if you're on Facebook and Twitch, do whatever you can do there. Yeah, comment, like, share with all your friends and family, especially if you're calling in today, because you you can let people know, hey, I'm going to be on the Marquee Show for whatever you want Wednesday. Go ahead and watch. Here's a way. Uh, here's a way to do it. Before we get into that, I don't know if I want to start with Rand Paul or Jen Psaki. Uh, maybe, maybe, I don't know, maybe we start with Rand Paul today, because Rand Paul, thank God, 
that Rand Paul is still around. Thank God for this guy. You know, he's always been a fighter. He's always been kind of, yeah, you, know, uh, you know, not second tier, but he's the he's the junior senator from Kentucky. He's right behind uh, Mitch McConnell. His dad was, uh, I'm sorry, Rand Paul. Ron Paul was his dad. Rand Paul is the junior senator from Kentucky. And he's he's run for president a couple times, but he always dipped out early. He always knew. Rand Paul always knew when it was time to leave the party. He's like, yeah, if I stick around too long, I'm going to start to stink like Jeb Bush or Chris Christie or or, uh, you know, any one of those other people. So I'm just going to dip out now while I can still go back to the Senate and make a difference. And, man, he's just had a fantastic week. Rand Paul has this guy. You want to talk about one of the best weeks ever? Rand Paul is literally having uh, one of the best weeks ever. And it was the first thing he did on Sunday was he got George Stephanopoulos to admit that the media doesn't believe in fair journalism and they only want to report the facts as they see them. A journalist I'm, would hear both sides and there are two sides of this. I'm, sta- I'm standing by facts. There are not two sides to facts. I did not say there, that this was a perfect election. I said it was the results were certified. I said it was not stolen. It is You're a saying lie to people say are liars. You're stolen. saying people are liars if they want to investigate what happened in the election. Yeah. So first. First, he goes in and he just and he just hands it. I mean, he just smacks George Stephanopoulos up and down on his own show. And if if that wasn't enough yesterday, he went to the floor of the Senate before this whole ridiculous second impeachment uh, impeachment 2.0 started. And he just he was just like, I'm just going to give to the entire Senate what I gave to George Stephanopoulos this weekend. And it was beautiful to watch. I mean, it was beautiful to watch the big question he asked. But he basically what Rand Paul did yesterday was nullify this entire impeachment before it even began. What he did was he took all the wind out of the Democrats sails before they even set sail uh, in their ship, singing their little sea shanties, whatever they could be. Yeah, that's right. Uh, we, have a, we have a very nautical theme going this week. And, and then I mean, and they're still going through with it. But he was listen to what he said. He started by saying this is all uh, pretty much a joke. If we are about to try to impeach a president, where is the chief justice? If the accused is no longer president, where is the constitutional power to impeach him? Well, it doesn't exist, but that's something that the Democrats don't care about. They don't care about the Constitution. They don't care that you have to have the chief justice there to to administer the trial. They don't care that the person you are trying to impeach and remove from power must actually be in power. In fact, they don't care about anything really in the Constitution. The Constitution to them is just a huge roadblock to getting things done. It's like, you know, the Constitution to them is like kryptonite to Superman. They see that they're like, we want to do A, B, C, and D. And then then Rand Paul goes, but what about this? And holds up the Constitution. They're all like, no, my powers. ah!" And that's basically that's basically what it is. And, And this whole speech yesterday was him reminding them that they don't really have any power according to the constitution to impeach a private citizen hyperpartisan democrats are about to drag our great country down into the gutter of rancor and vitriol the likes of which has never been seen in our nation's history by the way i've been to the gutter at the corner of rancor and vitriol and it ain't pretty it ain't pretty instead of doing the nation's work with their new majorities in the house the senate and the executive branch democrats are wasting the nation's time on a partisan vendetta against a man no longer in office. Now, this is, again, this is basically sums up everything that's going on uh, perfectly. It's, it's summing up everything that's going on perfectly. It's a partisan vendetta that is that is against a man who's no longer in office. These people are now powerless to remove Donald Trump from office. They're still trying to 
for whatever reason, attack and discredit him. And Rand Paul wants to point out that that's no longer your job. It never actually was, but it's definitely not your job now. And he's trying to understand why the Democrats are so gosh darn obsessed with Donald Trump. It's almost as if they have no ability to exist except in opposition to Donald Trump. Without him as their boogeyman, they might have to legislate and to actually convince Americans that their policy prescriptions are the right ones. Yeah, and that's tough. <laughs> that's tough. They can't do that. They can't convince America that their policy uh, prescriptions are the right ones. That's why their president, that's why the leader of their party, has spent the last week signing a record number of executive orders. And guess what he's going to be doing again today? Is he going to be going down to the Senate to talk to to uh, Republicans and Democrats and try to come up with legislation that benefits America? Is he going to be going down to Congress to do that? Is he entertaining Congress people, the Speaker of the House, the minority leader, the majority leader, to try to come to some kind of uh, bipartisan terms and agreements? No, he's going to sit down at his desk, pick up his pen and go, why do you spell Joe? Is G-O, G-O? No, J-O. I'm sorry. I guarantee this guy, by the way, has signed at least five of these executive orders. Jill Biden's husband, because that's how he, that's how he goes. He always introduces himself. I'm Jill Biden's husband, Joe Biden. I guarantee if you look at these executive orders closely, that's why he doesn't lift them up to the camera. He doesn't want you to see that he's that he signed it. Jill Biden's husband. Uh, but but, you know, if he were interested in any kind of um, unity, he would do that. Now, Rand Paul. Rand Paul continued with what I thought was a, a brilliant premise, saying that Donald Trump, in his speech where he told people to patriotically and peacefully protest at the Capitol, what he was doing was something that every single politician does. They all get up and they say, we've got to fight for this country. We've got to never give up. We've got to make sure that we use our power and ability to save America at all costs. This is what great political speeches are, are made from. And he said there's other people sitting in this very chamber who are more guilty than Donald Trump of inciting violence who have never been questioned about it. One of them is our mittened friend, Bernie Sanders. Bernie, listen to what he said about Bernie Sanders. No Democrat will honestly ask whether Bernie Sanders incited the shooter that nearly killed Steve Scalise and volunteer coach. The shooter nearly pulled off a massacre. I was there. Because he fervently believed the false and inflammatory rhetoric spewed by Bernie and other Democrats, such as the Republican health care plan for the uninsured is that you die. Is that, that, now I remember him saying that. I remember going, the, the Republicans, their health care plan, if you don't have insurance, you die. You're dead. And this guy believed it, got a gun, went to the softball game, tapped Ron DeSantis on the shoulder and said, excuse me, are those the Republicans? And Ron DeSantis, not knowing who the guy was, said, yeah, they're right over there. And then boom, boom, boom. He just started shooting. Did Bernie Sanders get impeached twice? No, he didn't. And Rand Paul wanted to point that out. 855-765-1045. There's more. Quick break. We got Rand Paul, by the way. I mean, this guy, I don't know if he's, I don't know if he's pushing for a, a presidential nomination in 2024, but if he keeps this up, uh, he's not, you know, I was, we'll, we'll just hand him the country. Be like, here, you're, you, you're good at this. You run it. 855-765-1045. Quick break. More of the Marquee Show coming up. This is 
is the Marquet Show. My name is Marquet. 855-765-1045 is our number. 855-765-1045 if you're trying to get through for whatever you want uh, Wednesday. And a couple more Rand Paul quotes, and then we'll get to um, we'll get to your calls, I promise, because we have a ton of people who have been waiting, waiting for today so that they could comment. But uh, Rand Paul, he continued to run through all of the senators and congresspeople like Maxine Waters and Cory Booker who have made inflammatory statements and who have not been charged for inciting insurrections. And he mentioned Kamala Harris. Kamala Harris famously offered to pay the bill for those who were arrested. I wonder if she'll be brought up on charges of inciting violence for that now that she's vice president. I wonder. I wonder if that's going to happen. Kamala Harris famously offered. Wait, we already heard that one. Where's the next one? There's another one he said. Should Kamala Harris be impeached? Yes. No. Oh, I mean, no. And no Republican has offered that. Right. Because we're not going down the road that Democrats have decided, this low road of impeaching people for political speech. It is. It's a low road of impeaching people for political speech. But what else? Uh, what else would we expect? So here was Rand Paul's solution. And this is one of the most brilliant political moves I've ever seen in my lifetime. Here's what Rand Paul said he was going to do right at the end of his speech, and then he did it. In a few minutes, I will insist on a vote to affirm that this proceeding we are about to enter is unconstitutional, that impeachment of a private citizen is illegal and essentially a bill of attainder, here, here. and that no sense of fairness or due process would allow the judge in the proceeding to be a partisan Democrat already on favor of the impeachment. That's Leahy, by the way. A sham. This is a travesty, a sham, a travesty. Uh, and then he did. He put forth a vote to say that this is unconstitutional. Forty five Republican senators voted with Rand Paul. They said, yes, we believe this is an unconstitutional trial. We believe this trial is against the law. Forty five Republican senators voted uh, with Rand Paul to say this should not even be happening. Now, I know what you're thinking. Wait a minute. There's 50 Republican senators. No, there's not. There's 45. <laughs> then there's Mitt Romney, Susan Collins, Lisa Murkowski, Ben Sass, and Pat Toomey. Those are the five who voted with the Democrats. And as I told you before, if it talks like a Democrat, if it walks like a Democrat, if it votes like a Democrat, it's a Democrat. So we now know we have 45 Republicans in the Senate and we have 55 Democrats. And unfortunately, you need more than that to impeach the president. So it's not going to happen. And what Rand Paul did yesterday, this is why this was so politically brilliant. What Rand Paul did yesterday was he proved before and any evidence had been shown, before any witnesses were called, before any opening remarks were made, he proved before a single senator was even sworn in as a jury, Rand Paul proved that this trial was dead on arrival. It was going nowhere. They don't have the votes. They don't have the senator, uh, the backing of senators to throw Donald Trump out of an office he doesn't even hold. And the majority, the vast majority of Republicans with, I mean, you know, technical Republicans, not actual Republicans, uh, believe that this is a waste of everyone's time. However, the Democrats, believing that the majority of the Senate is in favor of moving forward, they're moving forward. Well, I mean, that is as soon as the person presiding over this whole thing gets out of the hospital. He was saying <laughs> Patrick Leahy, who's in charge because, you know, uh, John Roberts won't, doesn't even believe it's constitutional. John Roberts is like, I want no part of this. So Patrick Leahy, a very partisan Democrat, 
uh, said, I'll do it. Then he collapsed, had to go to the hospital. I think he was just like trying to get out of it. I think he's just like, I know this is a sham too. So, oh, oh, my, my chest. I got to go. Um, 855-765-1045. So anyway, there you go. We can all sit back, relax, and not enjoy the show because we know that's exactly what it is now. It's a show. And at the end of the day, Donald Trump will still not be president of the United States. Quick break. We got your phone call. I know we had tons of people. Whatever you want Wednesday, I'll shut up. I'll let you talk. It's official. It happens right after this on the Marque Show. Stay tuned. Entertaining. Never been so addicted to a show between 10 and 12. Informative. You call people out no matter what they are, and you hold them accountable. That's the Mark K Show. This is the Mark K Show. No Democrat will ask whether Maxine Waters incited violence when she literally told her supporters, and I quote, that if you see a member of the Trump administration at a restaurant, at a department store, at a gas station, or any place, you create a crowd and you push back on them. And that happened. Remember uh, Sarah Huckabee Sanders, who's running for governor of Arkansas, got thrown out of that restaurant in Virginia. Uh, the little red chicken or the little red hen or, or the little little brown jug. I don't even know. 855-765-1045. All right, today is whatever you want Wednesday. I know I've been saying that for like 30 minutes now. We're going to get to the phones. 855-765-1045 is our number. And we're going to be kicking it off today with Susie in Middleburg. Good morning, Susie. How are you? Hi, Susie. I'm good, Mark. Hey, how are y'all doing today? We're really good. We're really good. Susie, uh, what do you want to say on this lovely Wednesday? Well, first off, I want to thank you for having taken my calls all these months and years. Oh, absolutely. Thank you for calling all these months and years. You're you, like you're are, like clockwork. Are you going somewhere? No. Heck oh. no. oh, okay. All right. Thank the heavens. <laughs> yeah. And then I wanted to say it's I like the chorus. I like that we're adding people. Eventually, Susie's going to have her own rallies, and she's just going to hold the phone up like we're at some kind of concert. Susie, thank you so much for calling. Uh, We definitely definitely appreciate it. 855-765-1045. Adam is in Volusia County. How you doing, Adam? Thanks for calling the Marquez Show. I'm doing well. Yourself? Oh, doing really well. Doing really well. What did you want to say today, Adam? All right, I've got an abbreviated sea shanty for you. It's oh. only the first verse. You have an, oh, okay, should we do a little, do you want a little beat? Can you hear that? Yeah, I can hear it. All right, here we go, go. All right, uh, damn it, I forgot what I was going to say. Uh, oh. Are we throwing, here, we'll stop, we'll stop the beat because it's throwing, go ahead. <laughs> All right, uh, damn it, I, I, completely got thrown off. Oh, no, okay, uh, all right. We'll put you back on hold. You think about it, and we'll don't go anywhere. We'll come back in like 10, 15 minutes. Uh, we'll check on you. You get it. We'll maybe write it down or something. That's what I do. 855-765-1045 is our number. This is Dan in Indiana. Hi, Dan. How are you? Very good. How are you doing? Oh, doing great, Dan. What's going on? What do you want to say today, sir? Well, uh, on the Internet, I found out that uh, National Secure Intelligence told Trump right before he left that the CIA scrubbed the information of the voting fraud. So I don't know if it's right or wrong. Oh. But why would the CIA, wait a minute, why would the CIA, head of the CIA, quit that day? The CIA I, quit? Yeah, her, 
he resigned. Oh, that. Oh, yeah, yeah. I know who you're talking about. Look, there's a lot of questions surrounding that. I know that there's a lot of um, there's a lot of information that you know Donald Trump released all this information before he left about the about the um, you know Comey's firing. Now we're getting to the bottom of it, and about the Russian collusion hoax, and about all of the uh, FISA warrants and things like that. I wouldn't be look. I wouldn't be a bit surprised if there was more to know than what we know. Um, but yeah, hey, thanks so much for calling. We really appreciate it. This is Margaret in Lake City. Hi, Margaret. Uh, happy whatever you want Wednesday. What are you? What is it you want to talk about today? Hello, Mark. Um, what I was calling about is um, Schumer. Um, mm. He got his he got his way in in, in uh, yesterday with a second vote, mm-hmm. but um, he keeps going on about how the the um, Capitol has never been attacked. Yeah. But in 1983. They bombed the Senate outside of the Republican majority office. There have been there there have been I mean, there have been multiple attacks on the Capitol. There was somebody that ran in and shot Congress. I mean, it's here's the thing. You you can never really believe anything that especially Chuck Schumer says. Also, he talks about violent rhetoric. I mean, he's the one that that was threatening the life of, of Supreme Court justices on the steps of the Supreme Court. So. Again, there's there's always what really happens in real life and what the Democrats tell you. And they're usually in direct contrast. For example, Nancy Pelosi, she'll tell you, you've got to wear a mask when you go out. We're in this together. We've got to shut down our businesses and our hair salons uh, when then she'll go to a hair salon and walk around without a mask on. So there's you know, there's that Joe Biden himself not only said you must wear a mask, but made an executive order, signed an executive order. He got the it was the first one he signed. The first thing he did as president was sit down and sign an executive order saying if you're on federal land, if you're on federal property, you must at all times wear a mask. And he got his pen and he signed it. Uh, Jill Biden's husband. And then he went out to federal property. <laughs> namely the Lincoln Memorial, for like an hour without a mask on. So it's never, it's never listen to what I say. It's watch what I do with the Democrats because they are two totally different things. 855-765-1045. Leonard in New York. Hey, Leonard, how are you? Thanks so much for calling the Marque Show. Hey, good morning, Mark. God bless. Um, I'm just I'm just calling one to, you know, thank you for, for all that you do on you know, trying to bring the truth out there, and uh, you know, uh, I've lived in uh, I lived in New York all my life, yeah. and uh, I've had I, I had my my own business for thirty years, and uh, that went down the spiral, you know, uh, spiral staircase uh, of March of last year. Oh man! And, uh, um, but you know what? Um, God is opening up a door. We're actually. Um, uh, we sold our property. Okay. We're moving down to Florida. And, uh, but, you know, I, I'm just so upset and there's not much to do about it anymore. You know, yeah. we have to accept, you know, what's happened, you know, with this election. Uh, you know, there's, there's not enough time to even discuss. No, I understand. You know, what part of Florida are you moving to, uh, Leonard? Uh, Delray Beach. Fantastic. Um, Fantastic. So but- we're going to. Yeah, listen, I was just, oh, go ahead. What were you going to say? Nothing. My, you know, I've been with my wife uh, 44 years. Yeah. Uh, you know, and now she's been retired for three years. Yeah. Uh, now, because of the COVID, I just, I was going to continue. I was uh, 
a process server with the city marshal's office. Sure. And because, you know. Uh, and what happened? You're, you're coming down to Florida to retire. Listen, oh, first of all, we're, Leonard, we're so glad to have you and your wife. Uh, Florida is open for whoever wants to come down here as long as you don't vote for Democrats. And uh, and it's, you're going to find it's a beautiful place. And you're going to find that it's totally different. And I kind of wish that you'd move down here earlier because you probably still would be able to uh, you still would be able to work and you'd still be would be. I mean, in fact, there are there are uh, there are restaurants. And in fact, I'm, I, I'm trying to figure out where do I where do I take my wife for her birthday? Every restaurant is open. They're making reservations. You can go shopping, went to the mall the other day. And not only were there people there, but there were a lot of people there, which kind of annoys me. But, you know, whatever. Uh, I mean, this is the kind of state that is the model for for staying open, maintaining a healthy economy, keeping people in their jobs, keeping people in school, and also keeping people safe, no matter what they tell you at the White House. And they're lying about it at the White House. Jen Psaki and, and her buddy Joe Biden, they're lying about Florida. They're lying about Ron DeSantis because this is a state, this is a Republican governor who's done it right and who is continuing to do it right and who doesn't care what directives he gets from the White House. He's going to do it in a way that benefits Floridians. Now, imagine, imagine if we had a president and a Congress and a Senate even. And a Supreme Court, for that matter, that put the lives and needs and desires and rights and responsibilities of the people they represented first. Instead of someone like, you know, oh, I don't know, Andrew Cuomo in New York or Gretchen Whitmer in Michigan or or that guy that they're recalling out in California. The problem with a lot of these Democrat states that people are they're fleeing and they are they're fleeing to Texas. They're coming to Florida. They're moving to Tennessee. They're going wherever they can. They got to get out because in states like New York and Michigan and California, you have governors that treat their constituents, that treat their citizens like servants, like servants. Stay home. Do not come out of your house or you're in trouble. You cannot go to work. You cannot do that. You cannot go to the gym. Are you out of your mind worshiping? I don't care what it says in the First Amendment. You are not worshiping a church today or you're going to be in big trouble. But here in Florida... And in Texas and in a handful of other places, South South Dakota, North Dakota, you have governors that wake up every morning and instead of treating their constituents and their citizenry like servants, they treat themselves like a servant for their constituents. And I guarantee, because I've seen the man, know the man, voted for the man, uh, Ron DeSantis wakes up every morning and says, "How? what do I do today to make sure that the people here in Florida are safe? What, who do I need to call? Who do I need to yell at? What reporter do I not need to land blast? What grocery stores do I need to get vaccines in? How do we make sure that people in Florida can live and survive and be healthy and be vaccinated and go to work and have money? How do I help them do that? And that's why Florida is the model when it comes to COVID-19, despite what the White House is telling you. And I have actually audio of that, which we'll play here in just a minute. 855-765-1045. Stay tuned. More of the Marcation. More whatever you want Wednesday coming up. Five five seven six five one zero four five is our number eight five five seven six five. Let's check back in with Adam in Volusia County. He had a uh, sea shanty and then he forgot it, so we put him back on hold. Adam, did you uh, remember? Do you, are you ready to go? Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm watching you on Facebook and then the the live 
the phone call messed me up. Oh, yeah, that happens a lot. That's happens. All right, do you want a beat or, or no? You just want to do it without a beat? Either way, it doesn't matter. All right, we don't want, we don't want the beat to throw you off, so. All right, here, here we go. We'll, we'll do a little beat. Ready? All right, go ahead. Whenever you're ready. Here's Adam from Volusia County with his air-appropriate sea shanty. Hey, Mark, he's a Canadian. He makes my mornings great again. Listen to him and you will see how full of it Pelosi can be. Oh, oh, that was that was really good. That was great. All right, that was great. Thank you, Adam. So I have, I'm I'm honored. I appreciate that, I, and we appreciate you calling in, Brian. I'm glad you remembered it too. That was really good. Eight five five seven six five one zero four five is our number. Eight five five seven six five one zero four five. Jared in Idaho. How are you, Jared? I'm doing awesome. Thank you for having me, Mark. Oh, great. I'm so glad. What do you want to say today? It's whatever you want Wednesday, so you can say whatever you want. We can't stop you. Okay, so I have a question for you. Wait, let me stop you. you. Think... I'm, just, I'm totally okay. kidding. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Go ahead. It's a joke. Okay. So do you think Pelosi and Schumer's derangement warrants them to be committed to a mental institution for Leavenworth for treason and sedition? I mean, I would say prison probably more before a mental institution. Again, I'm no doctor. You know, I'm not I don't claim to be a doctor. I don't want to sit there because you know what's going to happen is I'm going to say something like you should be you should be institutionalized. They're going to be like, you're not a doctor. And then they'll 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 assume me for insurrection or something. Uh, but I will say this. I believe that if we look at what they've done, I don't even know if it's I don't even know if it's something that it, that they can involve in, you know, incarceration. But it's definitely just a big old waste of time. You know, I mean, I just we should the people that that vote for Pelosi and Schumer and even late. I mean, all these people that are just there comes, you know, if you can't drive past a certain age, if they're going to take away your driver's license, they should probably also take away your governing license. Because and I, I feel like Nancy Pelosi is well past the age of governing appropriately. I mean, it, it, Ted, Ted Cruz is always introducing term limits. In fact, he's doing it again. And that's that's a brilliant idea. Because no one should make a career out of what they're doing. You're not supposed to be a career politician. It's not what the founding fathers thought of. It's not what anyone wants. That's why the president is only limited to two terms. George Washington set the precedent. He walked away. He could have run again. There was no there was no uh, rule or constitutional amendment about limiting the president to two terms. He set the precedent. He was a precedent president. And everyone else followed suit. Unfortunately... Senators didn't do the same thing. Congress people didn't do the same thing. So now they're sticking around forever. And it's definitely it's definitely an issue. So, um, yeah, I'm all for limiting the terms. Uh, I mean, think about this. Think about how great it would be to know that Nancy Pelosi wouldn't be able to run again or AOC would be limited to. I think and I think in Congress, it's four. I think they were limiting senators to two terms and Congress people to four. I want to say that's what the. uh I, I could be wrong. And Ron DeSantis was a sponsor of that bill back when he was a congressperson. And any congressperson or senator who introduces a bill limiting their own time in the Congress or the Senate is truly there for the right reason. And anyone who argues that that is unconstitutional or inappropriate or a bad idea is just there to bilk the American public for a salary uh, for the rest of their lives. IMHO. Thanks so much for the call. We appreciate it. 855-765-1045. Tina's in Texas. Hi, Tina in Texas. How are you? I'm doing good. How are you doing? Mark? Oh, doing doing great. Whatever you want Wednesday today, Tina. What do you want to talk about? Uh, yes, actually, I already have it written down. Oh, good. Okay. So, big talking point is Joe Biden violating his own executive order on the mask mandate on federal land. Yeah. 
But I have yet to hear one person point out that his own press secretary, while being asked about this, has no mask on herself. Where do you think the press briefing room is? It's on federal it property. Located, yeah, it, it's located in the James S. Brady press briefing room. And then it is a small theater in the West Wing of the White House. Yeah, you're right about that. Also, when Joe Biden comes out to sign those executive orders every day, he's not wearing a mask and he's on federal property. There's so many people violating his own executive order. When he's in the Oval Office taking photos with Champ and, and Major and Dr. Jill Biden and whoever else happens to stroll on in, they should all be wearing masks, but they ain't. So how much weight does that executive order really carry? I'm glad you brought up Jen Psaki, the new uh, press secretary, because I do. We have I'm going to play you these clips here in just a minute. She's she makes me miss. I mean, I missed Kaylee McEnany anyway, but she really makes me miss Kaylee McEnany. And I'll and I'll tell and she's coming after my governor, too, which I'm not a big fan of. Eight, five, five, seven, six, five, one, oh, four, five. Quick break. More of the Mark K show on the way. Stay tuned. Entertaining. Never been so addicted to a show between 10 and 12. Informative. You call people out no matter what they are, and you hold them accountable. That's the Mark K Show. This is the Mark K Show. 855-765-1045 is our number. 855-765-1045 is our number. We also have a, a bunch of open mics coming. I always, it always takes me a while to find the open mics because they're always in a different place. Uh, <laughs> well, let's every, play tricks on you. Every single day. Uh, oh, here we go. Here's one. Republican Party. Going down the tubes. It's terrible. The turtle, Mitch McConnell, the guy that looks like Granny Clampett. What a weak, weak bunch of people. He looks like Granny Does he? I have to, somebody Google Granny Clampett because uh, I, don't, I don't see it. Maybe that's weird. Look, here's the thing. And these five Republicans that voted with the Democrats again yesterday, it's just like what we learned from the 10 who voted to impeach Donald Trump in the Congress, like like Liz Cheney and, and what's his name, Adam Kinzinger and all the others. We learn now that those are the ones we need to get rid of. Those are the people that don't belong in the Republican Party. You don't need a Patriot Party. You don't need a third party. You just need to clean up the party that you have. And if you got party poopers in the party, then you get them, you get them the, the poop out. And uh, and now we know. And look, we knew about Mitt Romney. I had no shock. No shock that Mitt Romney voted with the Democrats yesterday. Ben Sass said no shock that Ben Sass is actually a Democrat in disguise. We know about Murkowski and Collins. I mean, the unfortunate thing is that Susan Collins just got reelected because of Donald Trump, who she now wants to impeach, even though. He's not president. It's the weirdest thing ever. But there's 45 solid Republicans left. Mitch McConnell happens to be one of them, which is the good news. Uh, you know, and, and, and there's, you know, both of our senators here in Florida understand that this is a sham. Marco Rubio fighting hard to retain that seat in two years. Rick Scott, who I think Rick Scott has voted no on everything that's come through the Senate since Joe Biden's been president. And God love him for that. God love her. He's he's voted no on every single confirmation vote. He's voted no on this ridiculous impeachment thing. That's what you need. You need conservatives who are willing to go in there and say no. And if somebody says, why did you vote no? You just look at them and say, because, because Biden. And that's it. That's all you need. And if you have 45, I mean, it'd be nice if we had all 50. But if you have 45 Republicans who can just vote no because, you know, Joe Biden then you're then we're golden for two years. Then we take control back and you don't have to worry about it anymore. Eight, five, five, seven, six, five, one, oh, four, five. All right. I want to play these Jen Psaki clips. But first, 
Why don't we get to Michelle in Indiana, who also has a sea shanty? Is this a sea shanty, Michelle, or is it just a song? It's just a song. Um, okay, all right. So we won't beat on the desk. I've got it written down here, so I'll try to go as fast as I can. I'm sorry. Hold on, let me see if there's something on here. Okay. Okay. Oh, oh, are you ready? Are you ready? Goodbye, Nancy. Nancy. Goodbye, Joe Blow. Please get lost. Camel, it rhymes with that thing on your foot. It's Mo. It's time to go on the rocket ship to send you (laughs) off to Mars. So pack the bag of lots of vodka and lots of good smoke. Then up, up and away, you all will fly. Not to make you mad or cry, but... I'm afraid to tell you you ain't coming back, but that's okay. Because the Martians will give you your own shanty shack far, far on the other side of Mars. And then they're going to fix your rocket up real nice and pack you back up and send you to the planet, moron. And heck, I don't know where that's at. Ta-da. Oh, that was, that was, that was, that was, that was. I came up with that in five minutes. No. Now, my name is Dawn Michelle, and actually, wow. I was on the day that all hell broke loose and your Facebook got shut down. Yeah, no, I, I was on the call. Oh. I was on the call with you, and it cut. Wow. You know, it, it dropped dead, but, and I was just, I had just inhaled my hot coffee. Oh, hot coffee. And, uh, <laughs> and I was just wondering, it went with the message of everybody needs to remember to laugh. Yeah. And I laughed so hard at some of the stuff you were saying and everybody else was not to be making fun. But I mean, this country, we need, that's the best medicine. But of course, me, only me. Okay. Remember two minutes with Dawn? Me. I have to make it 22 minutes. And I was like, I was afraid you were going to pick up and I was going, (laughs) yeah. And you said, Hannah or whoever, who the hell is this? And why did you lift them on this phone? And I was about to say, it's Nancy. No. It's Nancy. No. Yeah, Michelle, <laughs> listen, Michelle, first of all, yeah, you're right about the ladder. I'm glad we made you laugh. Thank you. So you returned the favor today uh, tenfold. We definitely, we definitely appreciate That was a good, that's a real, we're going to go. Uh, I got, I got, that was the only part of the song I actually understood. But I loved it. I loved it nonetheless. Uh, thanks so much. If I'm ever in Indiana, I'm coming to party with you, Michelle. 855-765-1045. All right, let's get to these Jen Pisaki Quote, oh, by the way, Edward Alvaro left a super chat that said the P in Jen Psaki is silent, like in psycho. So I appreciate they all. OK, so it's Jen Psaki is her name. And we sh- you know what? We should probably just call her circle back because her favorite thing to say when she doesn't know the answer to a question, which is often is circle back. And somebody I was under a CNBC or somebody, they put together a little montage of and it's only look, it's been a week. Today is one week from her first press conference, and two of the days were Saturday and Sunday. So really, she's only been at this for four or five days. Listen to all the times she blows people off and tells them she has to circle back during these press conferences. I can, I'll circle back if there's more I can share with you. I'll circle back with you if there's more to convey. Um, I'll have to just circle back with you. We can circle back. I'm I'm happy to circle back with you. I can circle back. Uh, I will have to circle back on that one that's an excellent question oh such an important question uh we will circle back with you and we'll, we'll circle back with you it's an interesting question but uh we'll, we'll circle, circle back. back i'm happy to circle back but i'll have to circle back with you on it. it's a good question but we'll circle back with you on this today we will certainly circle back with you more directly uh, i hate to disappoint you but i will have to circle back with you on that as well all right so and i like that she admits that's a really good question i just don't have a really good answer for you so i'm gonna have to circle back. we should just call her jen circle back backy because that's basically 
all she says. And it's not just like little piddly questions like, you know, what did what did Joe Biden do today or where did the dog sleep or something like that? It's really important stuff. In fact, she was asked a question about um, the, the Chinese grid and Joe Biden's policy on China. And she didn't even understand the question and then, of course, had no answer for it. So she had to serve. An executive order that the president signed last week. He also suspended a Trump administration executive order that was particularly aimed at keeping foreign countries, specifically China, from interfering in the U.S. power grid. But he suspended that for 90 days in that executive order last week. Given what you said about China today, why did he do that, especially related to something so critical to our national security as the power grid? I'll have to. I think the president's view on, on our relationship with China, I, I uh, tried to do my best to convey to all of you. I'll have to check on that specific piece and we'll, we'll circle back with you directly. We'll circle back on China. On China, the single biggest threat to the United States of America, both economically, both militarily, politically, China, communist China. China, which which we have been accusing Joe Biden and his son of having nefarious, uh, you know, economic dealings with China, who put a spy in Eric Swalwell's not just his office, but his bed and other parts of his body. China. China is the single most important thing that the incoming president has to deal with. And she doesn't know his policy on it. She, she doesn't under she has to circle back. You know what? Great question. Why did Joe Biden sign an executive order about the power grid when, you know, what? I don't really understand what Joe Biden's saying half the time. So let me go back, get the information, and then I'll circle back around with that. Not only, though, is she circling back, she's doing something that all the Democrats have accused former Trump press secretaries, Kayleigh McEnany, most notably, Sarah Huckabee Sanders, Sean Spicer, you know, the, the whole gang. They are accusing her of doing something that they uh, I'm sorry, they, she is doing something that she and others accused all the previous Trump press secretaries of doing, and that is lying. And she did it when when asked a question about vaccination rollouts and specifically the state of Florida. Listen to what she said about Governor Ron DeSantis. I will note, because we're data first here, facts first here, uh, they've only distributed about 50 percent of the vaccines that they have been given in Florida. So um, clearly they have uh, a, a, a good deal of the vaccine. Ah, I, they're facts first, by the way. They're data, data first there. However, the facts are that the reason Florida has only administered 50 percent of its vaccine is because you have to give people two doses. And if you give out all your vaccine and you don't have a second dose for these people 21 days later, what was the point of giving them the first vaccine in the first place? And our governor understands this. So yesterday he fired back. He was outside of Publix talking about the rollout, talking about protecting seniors with the vaccine. And he was asked, what do you think about Jen Circlebacky saying that we've only given away 50 percent of our vaccine here in Florida? Well, that's disingenuous. Um, we are number one in the country for doses per capita for the top 10 states, the top 10 most populous states. Florida's not, that's according to CDC data. Um, and then if you look, when I did my press conference yesterday, I explained how these doses work with the second doses coming in. And so if you look, we do first doses, 300,000 plus a week uh, at a minimum the last three weeks. We did 455,000 two weeks ago. We'll see last week's numbers as it comes in. But we're not going to divert second doses away from seniors. Ah, you hear that? That is something that they don't understand in the Biden White House. They don't understand that. Joe Biden said, "Put you know, vaccinate, use all your vaccinations. We will send you more." Oh, really? And we're we're supposed to trust you? 
<laughs> that's that's pretty funny. Ron DeSantis knows better. Ron DeSantis has worked with Democrats. He worked with Joe Biden. He understands that if he's getting vaccine vaccines and it's a two dose vaccine, he better hold back 50 percent because these seniors in Florida who have comorbidities and are more likely to perish from the covid-19 uh, threat. They need that second dose. And if he just blows through all the doses and then three weeks later says, hey, where are my second doses for my seniors? You know what we're going to hear from uh, Jen Psaki? Um, I'm going to have to circle back with you on that. 855-765-1045. Quick break. More Mark K Show next. Hi, Hannah. Since Mark doesn't answer his Facebook messages, can you ask him what that workout app he was using the other day? Inquiring minds want to know. I get Facebook messages? That's great. That's great. Hannah, did you get a Facebook message from somebody asking what the workout app I'm using is? You have to hit the microphone. It's Better Men. It's called what? Better Men. That's correct. That is what it's called. It's called Better Men. And again, if you don't know, we started these seven-minute workouts every single day after the show. So on the live stream... Um, you can watch the show from 10 to noon, and then from noon to noon 07, you can watch us work out and sweat. And I moan a lot because I'm really out of shape. 855-765-1045 is our number. 855-765-1045 is our number. Let's go to uh, who's been waiting the longest. It looks like Bo in Michigan. Hi, Bo. How are you? Hey, Eric. How's it going? I'm oh, pretty good. Oh, good, good. Glad to hear, Bo. What's going on, man? What do you want to say, sir? I actually have just a couple questions, if sure. uh, you don't mind. Not at all. I appreciate it. <laughs> the first one, uh, so I'll try to make this quick. The um, Before the election, yeah. you know, we all heard it on the news uh, about the Hunter Biden scandal with the laptop. And I uh, I also saw, like, a couple uh, – well, I heard a couple phone recordings uh, about um, from Joe in China, something about that. I didn't really look too deep into it. Sure, yeah. But it just seemed like – yeah, it just seemed like there was, like, a lot of overwhelming evidence that um, could prove that Biden just wasn't fit to take control of the office. But then here he is, and now they're trying to impeach Trump when he's already out of the office. And it just seems to me that it's just so backwards. Like, we, you know, it's it's painfully obvious, I feel like, for anybody to see the guy's not fit for office. It's not, not even including all the stuff that happened before the election with the scandals and, you know, his blatant racism, and I could just go on and on. All right, sure, yeah. And ask you, like, yeah, why do you why do you think that we're in this position now, and uh, why um, I don't I don't know. I, I just I, it's hard to wrap my my mind around. No, it, I know it's really a lot of people are in the same position, Bo. You're 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 not alone. And you look, there's a couple reasons why Joe Biden is in office. First of all, the, the there's a lot of corruption in the Democrat Party. It's not just the Bidens. It's the Clintons. It's the Obamas. It's probably you know uh, the Pelosi. Probably a lot of corruption that we don't even know about and the reason we don't know about it is because there's always been a certain semblance of power that the that the democrats have had to keep a lid on it um you know whenever they get close whenever they get close to having one of their one of their secrets told whenever something happens and one of their allies or i mean partners in crime really is a better way to put it gets close to spilling the beans something happens and i'm not you know this isn't a this isn't a conspiracy theory with jeffrey epstein per se but you know Something happened with Jeffrey Epstein, which nobody really expected, and the Republican-controlled DOJ was supposedly upset about it, um, you know, although there's questions swirling about all of that. So it, it, the, the Democrats need to keep power 
at least in one branch of the government, preferably the president's branch, um, because they have secrets that they don't want to come out. They have skeletons that they want shut up in the closet forever. And a lot of Republicans, too. That's not to say that it's just on one side of the aisle. And Joe Biden was put in place to keep a lid on all of the secrets. He knows where the bodies are buried, although he's forgotten half of them. Um, but he's able to like, for example, Joe Biden, Hunter Biden, the Clintons. Nobody's guilty because their party's in power. If their party weren't in power, if Donald Trump were in control for four more years, yeah, there would be investigations. There would be um, there would be depositions. There would be guilt. But if you're in power there, you, you cannot commit a crime because you can just cover it up with all your allies. That's why it's so imperative that the Republicans get hold of the House of Representatives, the Senate, both in two years. Because the longer these people can run around doing things without any kind of without any kind of repercussions, cushions, the worse it is for all, every single one of us. 855-765-1045. Great question, Bo. We appreciate it. Quick break. More coming up. Stay tuned. Entertaining. Never been so addicted to a show between 10 and 12. Informative. You call people out no matter what they are, and you hold them accountable. That's the Mark K Show. This is the Mark K Show. This is the Mark K Show. My name is Mark K. 855-765-1045 is the number. 855-765-1045. Let's, we have like one more. Uh, we got like one, we got like 20 minutes. So we're going to squeeze in as many of these whatever you want Wednesday um, phone calls as we can. And look, there was a lot of other stuff that I did want to cover. There's a lot of stuff that we, we still need to talk about. But uh, because this is whatever you want Wednesday, because it's your time, not mine, I'm just going to have to circle back on those. I can, I'll can i circle back if there's more I can share with you. I'll circle back with you if there's more to convey. Um, I'll have to just circle back with you. We can circle back. With, I'm happy to circle back with you. I can circle back. I will have to circle back on yeah, that. Somebody say, can you make a circle back T-shirt? We will. We'll just have a, a T-shirt. Just a big circle on the back. <laughs> It'll be the Jen Pisaki T. Uh, 855-765-1045 is our number. Julie in Georgia. Hi, Julie in Georgia. How are you? Um, I'll have to just circle back with you. We can oh, Julie's listening. She's listening to uh, the past. I thought she meant she was going to get back to the phone call. That's <laughs> She's like, I'm sorry, Mark. Sorry, uh, I gotta circle something's back. come up. I'm going to have to circle back. <laughs> uh, this is Jimmy in Georgia. Hey, Jimmy, how are you? Actually, not bad. Uh, oh, the reason why the Democrats are so terrified of you know, trying the impeachment is because the Constitution only allow only limits you to two consecutive terms, not mm. to two total. So Biden comes and screws the country for a couple of years, or Kamala screws the country for a couple of years because we already know what's going to happen there. Uh, Trump comes back after the House and the Senate have been flipped over to Republican, and then eight years of a Trump presidency, we are not going to see a Democrat in office for probably 30 years. Well, it, it's two terms total. It doesn't have to be consecutive or not. No, it's a, it, the Constitution says two consecutive. There was actually a president, I can't remember which one it was, but he served two terms, dropped out a term, and came back for two more. Well, I, don't, I, don't th- I don't know if that was a president of the United States. But uh, I'm, I'm, we'll look it up. We'll look it up. I'm pretty sure it's a total of two. I think they covered that. Someone probably tried that trick. And they're like, you know, and they're like, no, 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 you can't. I'm sorry. But uh, but here's the thing. It doesn't matter because the Democrats don't read the Constitution anyway. 
the Constitution is for, you know, basically Republicans, basically. In fact, the more the Democrats don't read the Constitution, the more familiar the rest of Americans actually become with it. It's actually kind of an exciting thing. And it's a it's an interesting way for them to teach the entire country about civics and about civic responsibilities, because, you know, let's take a look at impeachment, for example. How many people knew the steps and the processes uh, processes for impeachment before Donald Trump was president? Probably a handful that were around and paying attention during Bill Clinton. But we've gotten in-depth studies on this because it happened not just once but twice. I mean, how many people knew what the actual amendments were to the Constitution or what they actually said? I mean, there's so much that has been going on now. Uh, with, uh, when talking about the electors, electoral votes, how they're chosen, how they're certified, the role of the vice president, January 6th, everyone said it was a throwaway day. Nobody read the Constitution. Nobody cared how the electoral process really worked. Now we all know. So I'm all for the Democrats uh, doing as many unconstitutional things as they possibly can because it teaches the rest of America what the Constitution actually says. And and the Republicans have to keep going back to it. They have to keep going back to it saying, look, it says right here in the Constitution, freedom of speech. That's not what it says, actually. But, you know, you get the point. The right to bear arms. It's right there. You can't take the guns away. You can't limit people's ability to protect themselves and their homes and their property. You can't tell people you can't go to church because freedom of religion is basically what this entire country was founded upon. So keep pushing back on the Constitution because all you're doing is teaching everybody else in America what the Constitution actually says. And if they learn it and they read it and they live it, they may actually they may they may actually vote for it in the end, which is bad news, like I said, for the left. Hey, thanks so much for the call. We really uh we really appreciate it. Julie in Georgia. How you doing, Julie? All right, Julie's still in the pad. We'll get back to Julie. If anyone's near, if you're in Georgia, knock on, just tell them, knock on Julie's door. Say, hey, they're trying to talk to you. Uh, this is Larry in Jacksonville, Florida. Hey, Larry, how's it going? I'm good. You? Oh, doing great. Doing great. What did you want to say, sir? Uh, quick question. I'll hang up. Uh, there's supposed to be a law against take crime. Why are... Nancy and Georgie Boy still in office. Yeah, no, I under. That's a great question. If there's if hate if there's hate crimes, uh, why aren't they in prison? Because nobody hates more than they do. This is Gene in Arizona. Hey, Gene, how are you? Hey, not bad. How are you doing? Oh, great, man. Great. What do you want to say, sir? Um, I wanted. Uh, I was in a. I was thought of something else, but uh, the, the the Biden family motto: No experience necessary. <laughs> And uh, one more thing, uh, Hillary Clinton, she already said she would take down uh, half of D.C. if she went down. So there's a no-brainer. Just one bird, a lot of, you know, one stone, a lot of birds. Yeah, that no, makes sense. Hey, thanks so much for calling. We uh, we appreciate that. Joanne in Putnam County. What's up, Joanne? How are you? I'm good. You know, this summer I got the Dish TV, and I got the Fox News okay. all summer. Yeah, the Fox yeah, News, this yeah. summer, they turn it off, but... During the summer, on TV, I saw them taking these fancy buses with three black SUV Cadillacs from city to city, transporting these people to do these riots. Who's paying for their food and their lodging? And then on TV, I saw them coming out of Target with TVs and everything out of these businesses that they're destroying. Are they arresting these people? We saw their faces on TV. Yeah. And then, and I have a friend, and her son lives in Wisconsin, and he's got a business downtown. So he went down there to, you know, get inside to make sure nobody broke in. 
or a police officer told them, you better get in your car and get out of here. There's no stopping these riot people. They're going to bust you down, and there's no stopping them. So you better go. So he runs across the street, and before he gets in the car, somebody shoots him. You know, oh, and, that's, and yeah, then, no, that's the end of the story. Listen, look, Joanne, I pre first of all, I appreciate your comments, and you're, and you're right about a lot of things. It's basically... The double standard that we've all seen on you know play out in this country uh, for the last year or so, and you're right. There 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 were well, I mean the the Antifa rioters are they're well they're well established and they have backing of of various different. I mean it's like the bricks. Do you remember the the pallets of bricks that would just show up in the middle of the street? And there there's Antifa running down the street. All of a sudden they've got a big pallet of bricks that someone conveniently paid for and dumped off right where they're going to need it, so they could throw those bricks through the windows. Who's paying for the bricks? Bricks ain't cheap. I know. I just I just put pavers in my driveway. I almost had a heart attack when they sent me the bill. Like, why would somebody throw one of these things through a window? They're like $8 each. But there are pallets of bricks being dumped all over cities, all over the country. Somebody rich is paying for those. Then you throw the brick. You maybe get arrested. You maybe don't. If you get arrested, you're getting out on bail because Kamala Harris is there to bail you out. The one thing that's the one thing we learned from, you know, Rand Paul brought that up yesterday in the um, in the Senate. Kamala Harris. Famously offered to pay the bill for those who are arrested. I wonder if she'll be brought up on charges of inciting violence for that now that she's vice president. Yeah, maybe. Maybe not. Probably not. Because, you know, she's vice president. But those are those are the big questions. And you have to look at those. And you're right. Two hundred thousand FBI or the FBI is going through two hundred thousand social media posts every single day. They're arresting some new person from the Capitol building. The guy with the horns, the guy with the zip ties, the guy with the rebel flag, the guy with the jersey that says Q on it. Everybody there every single day. They have new arrests for all of these people at the Capitol. Where were the arrests for all the people that were in downtown Portland? Where are the arrests of the people in Seattle who took over, literally took over six city blocks and said, we are no longer part of the United States of America. We are Chaz. We are this this autonomous zone where those to me, that seems like an insurrection, doesn't it? When you take over uh, government property and say this is now a country and you've got to leave us alone. That to me seems we're not going to let the police in. That's an insurrection. But, you know, again, what, who, what do we know? What do we know? All we do, all we do is follow the Constitution. 855-765-1045. Quick break. We'll squeeze in a couple more phone calls here in just a minute. Stay tuned. The Marque Show. My name is Marque. 855-765-1045 is the number. Somebody wrote and said, when are we playing What the Bleep? Uh, we're not doing that today. We're doing that tomorrow. What the Bleep is Thursday. And we try to have at least one benchmark every day. For example, Monday we have... We don't have anything Monday. Yeah. Tuesday we have mail time. Mail time Tuesday. Wednesday the whole show, whatever, whatever you want Wednesday. Thursday is What the Bleep. What if they want What the Bleep on Wednesday? Then, ooh, tricky. Yeah. That's a, I, maybe. Whatever yeah. they want is What the Bleep. All right, do we have time? Well, you found a loophole. And then Friday <laughs> is uh, Friday's, um, what's Friday? Fake um, news Friday. Whatever they want. We just need something for Monday. Oh, you know what we need to bring back is the Jeopardy. How is the Jeopardy board coming? We tasked Hannah with uh, updating the Jeopardy board because she looked at it and said, oh, um, it needs lights. So how are those lights coming? Uh, we don't have lights on it yet. Okay. It is, it is looking good. Yeah? Will it I be think. ready for Monday? Yeah, it'll be ready for Monday. Okay, sweet. I like it. I like it. All right, good. So is we'll... Monday the first? Oh, yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. It, oh, yeah. And then the second is Tuesday. And what oh, happens on the second, I Josh? Knew that. Um, it's Groundhog's Day. That's you correct. Put your little hand in mine. 
That's how, isn't that how those, those oh, yeah. <laughs> that's how the, the day starts. First right? of all, my hand's not little. Second of all, I'm not touching you. But I get it. You were, you know, I get what you were doing there. Yeah. I got uh, you, babe. 855-765-1045 is our number. Lynn in Jacksonville. Hey, Lynn, how are you? Thanks so much for calling the Mark K Show. Hey, good morning, Mark. Great show. Oh, I think you wanted to say, uh, in addition to your rhino primary hunt that you're organizing, you also need to get the Catrix to push swing state GOP legislatures to enact voter IDs and tighten mail-in voting. Yeah. The first of all, you're right about all that. I don't like calling them rhinos anymore because, I mean, they're they're basically just we should just call them Democrats because that's what they are. Uh, Got to get them out of the party. Absolutely. And you're right about the swing state election um, problems that we need to get in with. But, you know, there's people out there fighting that battle. We just need to make sure we support them. And if you're in one of those uh, states, for sure, Pennsylvania, Wisconsin, Michigan, Georgia, Nevada, Arizona, there's more, too. Don't think there's not. Don't think. And the more I look at this, the more I think that we probably should look at what going on in places like uh, Minnesota, where Donald Trump, I thought, was a shoe in to win. Um, you know, New Mexico, where now especially you want to talk about you want to talk about what Joe Biden's doing here. Joe Biden is is he's just creating more swing states. The swing states that were already swing states, he's just swinging farther to the right. All this anti-energy stuff that he's doing, the fact that he's closing the Keystone XL pipeline, the fact that he's going to go after fracking next. Well, you can take Pennsylvania and Michigan and Wisconsin, and you can push them further and further to the right. You may not need any, 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 you know, uh, what do you call it, hocus pocus to win those states next time around. You may just, you may just hand them to the Republicans with your terrible, horrible, no good, very bad policies. Same thing with Nevada. Same thing with Albert, with New Mexico. New Mexico, they rely on two things, energy and a, and a closed border. And Joe Biden has given them neither of those things. So why, why on earth would they vote blue next time around? And I think you're going to start seeing it uh, in every single one of these blue states. You're going to see a push to the right. You have to. Because there's people that that Joe that voted for Joe Biden, supported Joe Biden, support the Democrats. Those people are sitting there right now, scratching their heads, going, WTF are you doing to us? We supported you. We put you in office. Now you're taking away our jobs. Now you're tearing down our borders. What are you? This is not what we wanted. We wanted you to just send us money every month. We didn't, we didn't want you to destroy our economy. What's wrong with you? Uh, but a great point, 855-765-1045. And speaking of the Catriots, I know that our website is down right now. That's because of some kind of spam attack. That's nothing to do with uh, we weren't shut down by anybody. We'll be back up hopefully uh, later today. So you, if you're not yet signed up to be a Catriot, you can just, you know, hang tight. And we do have an entire line of Catriot apparel show, so you can show your Catriotism. And that's coming up um, before too long. But anyway, just keep listening to the show. And we will we will fight together and we will win uh, together. And we're going to have a lot of fun together, too. For example, tomorrow, what the bleep and what's more fun than that? Uh, stay tuned. Traffic, weather, news, Rush Limbaugh. And if you're live streaming with us, uh, we got a seven minute workout on the way, too. <laughs> it's very exciting. It's the Mark K Show. See everybody. Bye bye. So you've got an idea for a business, the store of your dreams. There's just one thing to figure out. Everything. That's why Shopify's all-in-one commerce platform makes it easy to sell online, in person, and everywhere else. Sell on social media, source products with an app to get that first sale feeling. It's the only solution that gives you everything you need to sell everywhere you want. So when you're ready to bring your idea to life, power it up with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash listen. 